my friends and welcome back to the sacred jellyfish podcast today i am really just sitting with information that i've been integrating the last week and i feel like i'm at this point where i've just had so much decision fatigue that i'm ready to talk about it because i've come to all these solutions about feeling more confident after your dreams and thinking big and I have all these resources and now is the time when you just really have to jump on it and so I thought this would be a good opportunity to speak about it to help me clear my head a little and to help anyone else who's going through a similar situation so the topic about this podcast with this podcast is going to be one chasing after your dreams and two hundred percent committing to yourself for me i feel like i've always danced within the realm of self-expression and i haven't really been self-disciplined enough and that is a byproduct of growing up in a household where self-discipline wasn't a main priority And you are a byproduct of your environment. So oftentimes, the way we view ourselves has to do with the environment we grew up in and how our parents talked about us and how our parents talked about themselves. We absorb that and we ingrain it within our subconscious as programming. And for me, I have completely shifted my environment. This is kind of like a backstory, but in July, I took a trip, and coming back, so much changed for me. I realized I was aligning with different things, and I really just had to commit to myself. And I committed to myself, and I put trust in the universe, and I took a leap of faith, and I ended up moving away from my home that has been my childhood home forever, And I moved somewhere where it was an opportunity for me to grow my independence and be around more self-disciplined energy because I moved in with my grandpa and the energy here is a lot more masculine, I would say. There isn't as much self-expression, which I can bring to the table, but now there's this balance of being able to hold myself accountable for decisions I'm making because I have someone that will hold me accountable if I'm not saving up my money, if I'm not working towards my goals, if I'm not investing in myself. And so now I have that and I have something to constantly remind me that I need to be investing in myself and I need to be taking care of myself. So I listened to a podcast a few days ago and it was about chasing after your wildest dreams. And the one thing that really was important with this podcast was going for the win. Because if you don't go for the win in the big picture and you don't 100% commit to yourself, there's that possibility that you're going to end up going back to the comfortable home of your being, the comfortable home of your environment. And we often get attached to what's comfortable within our lives. If you look around society... Everyone is attached to things that is comfortable to them, whether that's the beauty standards, whether that's 
politics, whether that's their living situation, everyone is attached to what is comfortable to them and what is familiar to them. And when you take it upon yourself to change your environment and to change something that isn't familiar to you and stepping completely out of your comfort zone, this opens up a new gateway and a new identity for you to mold into. And a good quote that kind of goes along with this idea of changing your identity is a mind stretched by a new experience by going out of your comfort zone and trying something new can never go back to its former dimensions so a brain can't then shrink back to the state it once was because it's grown and i was reading a book about confidence and the book really talks about the idea that The idea basically talks about once you step out of your comfort zone, even if you fail, you have gone out of your comfort zone and you have really uplifted your confidence within yourself. Because once you try something, repetition makes it feel more natural. So you constantly going out of your comfort zone is going to make it feel more natural in the end. And I feel like the last year, I've totally transformed and gotten out of my comfort zone. And the thing is, when you get out of your comfort zone and you really step into this new identity for yourself, and it could be a small thing. It could be you moving to a different house. It could be you moving to a different apartment. It could be you making a new friend. It could be you joining a sport or activity. All those things create this new timeline for yourself. And... For me, it's so much easier to tell when something doesn't resonate anymore because I've embodied this new timeline for myself where I'm able to completely just immerse myself because I've gotten the taste of the possibilities I can obtain in my life. And now when I feel myself self-sabotaging, it feels so out of alignment that I can easily catch myself. But... So the reason I'm talking about this now is because the last two weeks, I've fallen into this pit of self-sabotage again, where the past year, I've built up so many different potential opportunities for myself. And within the last two weeks, I've stepped back into my comfort zone and I've almost seen this possibility where I get into my comfort zone and I lose all the progress that I've made and the thing is you've done so much work that you can easily identify when something's not aligned with you and you have to take it upon yourself to get yourself out of that situation for me the feelings that are rising that make me know something's out of alignment is I'm forcing something I'm forcing a personality I'm first forcing something that doesn't feel right there's more anxiety in my life there i've completely lost my just feminine energy my will to create and that is a big thing for me that has always been a big thing in my life is creating art and self-expression and dancing and i noticed within the past two weeks i've completely limited that within my life i don't have the motivation to do those things that i once did So that is an indicator that something is out of alignment with me. 
and I've been having a lot of decision fatigue, which I really want to talk about because I just learned about it and it's totally helped me come up with um, a definition to something I've been feeling. And decision fatigue is the idea where you're having this mental tug of war with yourself. Do I do it? Do I not do it? You haven't yet made a decision. You're not sure what you're going to do. And people are the byproduct of their situations, like I was talking about before. I had all this mental tug-of-war, and my external reality was showing me that. That I have all these many possibilities, and it was overwhelming me. Because this one thing in my life, which is work at the moment, I had so much decision fatigue about it. And the reason I had decision fatigue about it was because over the past year, I've sculpted all these ideas of things I want to become. And I want to become an artist. I want to become a rock climber. I want to become a martial arts teacher. I want to become a yoga instructor. There's all these different possibilities that I can do that actually resonate with my soul. And I was pushing myself back into this box that I've outgrown completely to fit into this one identity of working at a coffee shop. And the thing is, you have to try things to know if it resonates with you. At first, I thought, this is going to resonate so much. I've always wanted, actually, that's a lie. I never really wanted to work at a coffee shop, but it always was an idea that I wanted to entertain because it sounded interesting to me. The aesthetic of working at a coffee shop was something that seemed entertaining. And... I realized I know myself so deeply and I abandoned myself when I put myself in situations that are not good for me. There's a difference between putting yourself in a situation that is outside of your comfort zone and you feel discomfort doing it at first. But then there's also a difference between you putting yourself in a situation that brings you immense discomfort that at the end of the day, you're just draining your energy. And it took me a while to realize that's what I was doing. At first, there was so much excitement with trying this new job because I was like, this is out of my comfort zone. But at the end of the day, I felt proud of myself for doing it. And now I put myself in this situation. And at the end of the day, I feel sad for myself for doing it because I'm abandoning myself. I'm abandoning my truth when I constantly do it over and over, day after day. And I realize whenever I work a job or I'm surrounded by other people who don't understand their truth, don't under acknowledge their truest potential, it makes me sad. And I realized that's kind of what I was doing. And the reason it's been making me so sad lately is because I haven't been fulfilling it within my own life. And everything is a reflection within. There were There's times in life when I judge other people for a specific thing, but I realize the reason I'm judging them so much for that specific thing is because in my life, I'm not fulfilling that within myself. So again, everything is a projection. And so now I'm really thinking about what I truly want to do. And it's not the idea of what I want to do for the rest of my life, because I feel like that's kind of a toxic thing that society pushes on you to commit to one thing for the rest of your life because that's not reasonable. You're an ever-evolving person. You're always going to have ideas and new things that spark joy in your life. But for me, I want to think about something I want to do for the next three years, the next two years. What is something that brings me immense joy that I can dedicate myself to right now so when the two years goes by, I'm proficient in, 
and maybe a new skill will come along where I want to try it. And you have to keep in mind, again, you're an ever-evolving soul. So don't expect yourself to devote so much to one practice and then maybe it just doesn't resonate. Maybe it doesn't work out and you have to hold compassion with yourself because there are going to be times when you try something that you think you're going to love and it ends up not working out. But that was just part of trying it, maybe failing at it. And failing isn't a bad word. I feel like there's a lot of noise around the word failing when failing is actually just a lesson in disguise. But so now I'm really thinking about what are the visions I've been thinking about doing but haven't done. And a really good point I thought of and I was, uh, I watched in a TED talk was the person was saying, a really good way to devote to a specific thing and then hold yourself accountable for it like do being a yoga instructor for example I really want to do that but I'm not sure where I could start so you have to first take baby steps of course write a list of what you want to do and then what you also need to do is you need to financially invest in it because you're almost 90 percent more likely to go through with it completely when you've invested money in it that you won't get back until you've completed that cycle so for me martial arts is a big financial investment for me but that just holds me more accountable to completely go through with it and I know martial arts aligns with me because one it is pushing me out of my comfort zone but there's so many pros about it that I know I'm gonna take it with me for the rest of my life another good thing with coming up with if something is aligned with you, is writing a pro and cons list. For example, for a job that you want to take, the pros. It's going to give you financial support. It's going to give you financial safety. You might meet cool people doing it. The cons of it might be you're going to have less time doing what you love. You're going to have less time dedicating to yourself. You might get less sleep. You might have to arrange a new eating schedule. There are so many different things that are unique to you that you really have to think about. And sometimes I realize that I spend too much time thinking about it. And we have like 50,000 thoughts a day. And when you have decision fatigue, which is like the tug of war, mental tug of war in your head, almost 30,000 thoughts that you have a day are going to be aimed towards that one thing you're struggling with committing to. So the main thing about this episode is just giving you the advice to straight up go for the win. Go for what you really want to do. And also, I feel like as a society, we take things so serious. But at the end of the day, we really don't know how much more time we're going to have on this planet. Would you rather spend the rest of your days working a job you don't like that gives you that financial safety or working a job you fucking love? And the thing is, the universe is always going to support you if you come from a place of love and you do things that actually resonate with your soul. So if you make art for a living maybe it it right now isn't giving you that financial support if you're investing love in it and you are doing it because it deeply resonates with your soul 
I'm telling you, the universe is going to hold you and cradle you and cradle that inspirational idea that you have. And I swear to you, you will reap the benefits. And just remember, you have to be very conscious of the seeds you're planting within your head. Because again, like I was saying before, you are the byproduct of your situation. You are the byproduct of your environment, the people you surround yourself with, and the things you tell yourself. I've been also struggling with my confidence, and I realize that's because confidence is a byproduct of prior performance. And at the coffee shop I was working at, I say was now because my soul does not resonate with that. Um, But at the coffee shop I was working at, I realized that the confidence I needed to work in a fast place environment was really weakened because the last time I was in a fast-paced environment was when I was in public school, for example, high school. There's so much go, go, go. It overwhelms me to my core. I am a very grounded, relaxed, chill, laid-back person. And the reason I'm like that is because I've put myself in environments where I am in a chill, relaxed situation. And I've done that because my inner child growing up was not in a chill, relaxed situation. She was in an overwhelming environment that really fucked up my nervous system. And so I realize now whenever whenever my nervous system is out of whack and I'm not getting enough sleep, I'm not doing the things I love anymore, I don't feel motivation to do the things I love anymore, that's just an indicator it doesn't resonate. But like I was saying before, confidence is a byproduct of prior experience and performance. And the last time I had weakened confidence was when I was in a high, overwhelming environment. And for me, I am a neurodivergent neurodivergent person and I really do need to have time to integrate. And we all are sensitive beings. Some people just mask it better than others. And I really needed time to integrate, and I realized that this environment was not giving me what I needed, not giving me what my gentle, sensitive soul needs. And once you start acting powerfully, you develop confidence. And I've been really thinking about that a lot. And with this job, I was thinking, well, maybe if I just work on my confidence, I'll be better at the job. But the thing is, there's going to be environments where it doesn't give you the opportunity to do that. And you have to just learn from that experience, work on it, and then the universe will provide you with another experience that is better equipped for you in that time. And I'm trusting right now that the universe will do that, and I'm in full surrender mode for that. Um, But you just really have to trust in yourself. And if you take anything away from this podcast, let it be to trust yourself. Let it be to trust your body. Because your body will always show you when something's off. And to really tune into that. So another quote I have for you is, Once I made a decision, I never thought about it again. So another thing to take away from this episode is to fully commit to yourself 100%. Not 98%. Because that 98% is indecision. You have to commit to yourself 100% because then you don't have the room to go back to the way it used to be. 
And I realize now one thing that motivates me a lot is looking around society because there are people who are not doing things that are aligned with their soul. And I want to be the permission slip for people to align with their soul, even if that makes you feel unsafe. And what I mean by unsafe is not having the financial safety that society tells you you need to have to go through with your goals and go through with your passions because that is a total fucked up lie. The universe, again, will always support you if you are doing something that you love. And I'm telling you right now, I'm putting so much inspiration to every word I'm saying and I'm sharing it and I'm putting so much love into this microphone through this phone through this device to you and i'm telling you with so much love to go through with your goal a hundred percent because you are the only one who can truly do it you are the one the universe placed this inspiration this idea on you for a reason so go with what resonates listen to your body your body is a warning sign for everything your body will tell you if something isn't right listen to it and the universe rewards those who choose themselves. Let me say that again. The universe rewards those who choose themselves. You have to make a permanent shift and let your ego get attached to this new identity. Let your ego eat this new identity up of you being the badass, powerful being that you are. Let the ego eat it up. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I am so grateful for your presence. I am so grateful that you just listened to my words and maybe they resonated. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here with me through this journey. And... If you'd like to find more of me, you can find me on Instagram at Luca underscore love underscore 44 on both Instagram and TikTok. Again, I appreciate you so much. I hope this podcast gave you a little bit of inspiration and I will put links in the description of where I got this knowledge, where I've obtained it. And if you have any more questions for me, please reach out. I'm always here to support you within your journey. You are another reflection of me. Sending you so much love. Bye-bye.